This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. We have been re-recording all of our content, getting ready to roll out our redesign of our Director of Operations Certification Program. And in doing so, we have been entrenched in all of the learnings that we have been sharing with our audience for many, many years. Been in business now about seven years. And in the last four years, that is when the certification program was born. And this has just been a time of recentering, really refocusing, getting really clear on what it is that we want to teach, how we want to teach it, improving, adding things, subtracting things, especially the fluff that just happens to pop in over time. And one of the things that I have got to share with you, because it has been on my heart, it has been all over my mind as we have gone through this exercise, is to stress the importance of setting a real foundation for your business. When I think of setting a foundation, I start at mission, vision, and values. And I'm going to be honest, I find that so many people skip over this piece of the work because it's not the sexiest work. It's not the funnest work to do. It's not fast. It takes time. It's introspective. And whether you're doing this for yourself or whether you're doing this for other people, for your clients, for the leaders that you work with. This is the step that I believe you've got to start with. It sets the foundation of your relationship, of the business, and allows you to see how you're going to be successful. So many times we can avoid lots of drama, lots of heartache, lots of hardship, lots of missed expectations by skipping this. So today, I want us to come back to what is most important. And whether you're already in a client relationship, you're looking to start new client relationships, you're looking at your own business, and you want to rebirth what you've got going on, come back to mission, vision, and values. Today, we are re-airing episode number four all the way back to the beginning because it was so important then, it remains important today. In episode number 148 today, we are re-airing episode four. Hang out with us today, take notes, put this into action. I know that this is going to enrich you as you move forward, either in your own business, in your career, or with the leaders that you're partnered with today. Enjoy the episode. Woohoo! You came back. Thanks so much for being an avid listener of the Ops Authority podcast. We are here talking on episode number four about the core of business today. And the core of business is your mission, vision, and values. You may be wondering why Natalie, as an operations expert, cares so much about these things. Well, let me tell you, if you want someone to come into your business at any level, you're going to need to clearly identify and articulate what these three areas are for you. And I'm going to tell you exactly why as we go through this. A little bit of background for you. 
this is an exercise that you should be doing at least every single year. And it's one of those things that I do every single January. And I would encourage you to do the exact same thing. As we're getting started today, I would encourage you to go to theopsauthority.com forward slash mission. You're going to be able to download a workbook that's going to be talking all about this exercise. So you'll be able to write it down and be able to share it to your team if that's something that you are wanting to do. I encourage it. So let's get started. So why do we have mission, vision, and values? Well, We're going to document them because your business is going to change so, so quickly, especially with small businesses or newer businesses. And as I just mentioned, you're going to want to review this annually. If you've got a team, whether they're contractors, employees, it doesn't really matter. If you've got someone who's invested in your business, or if you're a bigger business and you have some stakeholders, I would encourage you to sit down with them as you're going through this exercise. And none of these statements have to be perfect or super long paragraphs. Actually, as I'm working on these, sometimes they're longer and then I cut them down over time. But this exercise is going to lay the framework for leadership to create and validate your the work that's coming forward, which is going to be your strategic objectives, any of the projects that you have coming up, maybe some investments that you need to take. And it's going to give you a framework for understanding and saying yes or no to opportunities that pop up. So let's kick off with step number one. Step number one is defining your mission statement, which should be a declaration of purpose. Why is your business a business? The mission is going to change to reflect your, your company's priorities and the methods to accomplish its vision. So as an entrepreneur, your company's mission statement is going to be concise, it's specific, so your customers understand your purpose and how you provide value to them. So if you want to really test your mission statement, you're going to ask yourself, would your competitors use the exact same statement? This is where you can really, really show your value proposition. Challenge yourself to keep getting more specific and more specific. If it can be unique to you, then you know that you have achieved this. So some questions you may want to ask yourself when we're looking at the mission part of this exercise is what do you do? How do you do it? Who do you do it for? What value are you bringing? Why do you exist as an organization? What do you provide for your customers? What are you going to be remembered for? What's your overall intention? And what do you do well that nobody else does? That's your mission. So I want to make sure you take a second to document what it is Just pause this right now, get that printable, and write out what it is that your mission statement is. What is your declaration of purpose? Your mission should really articulate who you're working with, how you're getting paid, like what services you're offering, and what your priorities are. To wrap up the mission piece, this is actionable. A mission is actionable. It's what you are doing in your business. Now we're going to move forward to your vision statement. So your vision statement gets a lot of weight with me. This is this is all aspirational. So when I say it's aspirational, it's one of those things that's dreamy. It's what you would how your business would exist in the best most successful state. So it's inspirational and it's aspirational. Your vision statement is a broad view of how your company's going to leave a big impact 
on its customers and the community that you serve. So if your company were to meet all of its goals, what would it look like in five to 10 years? And I I like for small businesses to look out three to five years, but just know that this is really dreamy and lofty. You don't have to have the solution as to how you're going to do that right now. Just close your eyes, really do some deep thinking, maybe some journaling to understand where you want this business to go. Even if it's just really, really big, I encourage you to dream big, ask some people around you, get some input, but really I think the bulk of this exercise comes down to you. So what will your business accomplish in the next decade? Where do you want your company to be in the future? Where's your business going? And just paint a mental picture of what you want out of your business. What problems do you expect to solve that you're not solving today? So vision statements are generally, they're internal. I want to make sure I get lots and lots of questions of the difference between a mission and a vision statement. Remember, your mission is what's happening here and now. It's how you're serving your clients, who you're serving, and why you're serving them. Your vision is futuristic. I often help people differentiate those two by saying your vision statement could start with, by 2025, the ops authority will blah, 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 blah. So that will, I believe that that's the best way to help you understand the difference in your mission and your vision. Your mission is going to be the here and now. The vision is going to be what you could attain in the future. So start it off by, let's just put a date to it because I think that that helps us to get this out of our head and to keep them straight between mission and vision. Another thing to note, your mission statement, once you get that clearly defined, you're going to be able to, your messaging, your branding is going to be so much clearer, more concise, and really talk to the audience that you want. Your vision statement is nowhere. You're not going to see it on your website, in your copy, because it's futuristic. It's, yeah, that future is not what's going to make you money today. Your mission makes you money today. The vision helps drive your dreams, keep you on the path to moving forward. Your vision statement does not need to be shared anywhere. It doesn't need to be public. It really is one of those things that you may want to just tack up in your office. And if you have a team, you want your team to know where your vision is going. You may even want them to help you write that out. And another tip I have for you from a vision perspective is if you close your eyes and you can see yourself on the news five years from now, what are you being rewarded for? What is your community recognizing you for? Are they saying that you have influenced a large piece of our culture to change the way that they were eating? I'm just making up some some random things, but what are you known for? Have you served 4,000 people? Do you, like, what is it? Can you quantify it? Really put it out there. What does success look like for you? And how are we going to get that to happen? to come into play. I'm looking at some old notes right now. And in 2017, my vision statement was to certify and develop director of operations to support business leaders so that they could bring more profit and purpose into the world. We are going to cultivate a new profession and provide structure to businesses worldwide. So at that point, just two and a half years ago, I was telling myself, I don't know how, 
but I want to certify people. And I didn't have the beginning of a clue of how to do that. But because I set that intention out there, I have focused all of my efforts, all of my projects. It has truly guided my business in the last couple of years to where I could get to this point today, which is where I'm making the bulk of my income and serving my population by certifying director of operations. Because my bigger calling is to bring more profit and purpose into this world by utilizing director of operations. So just to give you an idea, you set that intention and it truly helps you with pulling things and guiding your direction as you're moving forward. The third and final piece of this are your core values. So this is going to, and I want to point out that as a small business, and when we say small, we may, I may really be talking to a micro or a nano size business, which is like a solopreneur or somebody with less than three people. So regardless of the size of your business, your core values have to be stated. If you have less than five people in your business, your core values are likely going to be personal. They're not going to be extrapolated into an intangible source. When I worked for that Fortune 150 company, it was easy for those core values to be in that entity that I worked for, right? There was no one person guiding that. It was more of a company culture guiding it. But in our small businesses today, a lot of times these core values are going to be very personal. So core values describe what your organization believes in and how it behaves. So this is a moral compass for your company. This is gonna guide how you hire and how you build your company culture. And these are the fundamental beliefs that your company has. Like I just said, if you're a super small company, this is going to be personal. So your values tell the world what you're about. They give your employees a reason to do what they do for you and a reason for your customers to cheer you on. Questions you may want to ask yourself, what are your guiding principles? What are your core beliefs? What do you stand for? And something that really helps jog your memory is what are you opposed to? Is there a certain type of person that you're opposed to? Is there, do you prefer to work with females or to work with corporations or what is your Achilles heel? To me, I know I work my best if I am able to give my candid beliefs, my candid responses to the people that I surround myself with. So I don't want to feel like I have to bite my tongue or hold my beliefs inside. I want to be able to speak with integrity, speak with honesty. And at the end of the day, that came down to candor for me. I am an extremely emotional and heartfelt person. So having caring disposition, I deliver that and I really want to receive that. I've got a lot of attention to detail. So if you don't value detail, I'm not going to feel like we're really in a great, strong relationship. I'm a critical thinker. I'm reliable. And I like to work around people who are reliable too. If you say you're going to do something, I I know you're going to do it. Leadership is very important to me. It's always been something that's kind of internally motivated me. And I like to surround myself with people who are personal development junkies. So a lot of my clients have a similar personality to me. Ethics are very important. I don't like dishonesty. I don't like lying. I don't like beating around the bush. And so I put that out as my core value. So when I am talking with someone, 
if, or a potential client, and I start to feel like they're uncertain or they're unethical or they're in a line of business that I don't personally align with, it's a very easy way for me to say, I'm not your person. So by understanding what your core values are, what you stand for, what you're opposed to, what you want your company to be known for, how you wish to treat people, your employers, your customers, these make up your core values. Do not skip over your core values. And I'm going to tell you why. You are going to be hiring employees and contractors. And as you do this, I'm going to be talking about hiring in another episode in this podcast, but these core values are going to come up with your clients. They're going to come up with your future employees. They're going to come up in contracts that you're looking at. Do not skip core values. People often will will tackle mission and vision, but they're like, ah, I know my values. I want them to be articulated. I want them to be the root of the questions that you're asking in prospective clients. I want them to be present on your website. I want them to be understood by your audience because if you are hiring and you are attracting people that think like you, they are going to value you. They're going to listen to you. They are going to be deeply invested in you because there's just something inherent about people who value the same thing as you. Think about your personal life, in your friendships. Your friends likely value something very similar to you. They probably have the same value set. It's an easy way for us to understand who it is that we like and who we dislike. It's the core of judgment, which is not necessarily a good thing, but in business, it allows you to have a decision-making framework. They're either in or they're out based on these values. It gives you a line in the sand so that you know exactly where to step in and to step out of. So this is the shortened version of creating your core business foundation through mission, vision, and values. I want to remind you that we have a download at theopsauthority.com forward slash mission that you can download, do this exercise. And if you'll post this in our Ops Insider community, which you can find at theopsinsiders.com, I will give you a prize for doing this work. I just need you to attach a picture into our Facebook group and be expecting a prize right after that. So thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Please do this work. Don't skip your mission, vision, and values. It's the foundation of all the operational work that's going to come after this. Here's a little bit of a sneak peek. As I come into your business or as an operations consultant comes into your business, they are going to be looking for what your vision is. And then all of the projects, all of the work, all of your objectives are going to be ranked based on where your vision is. It is our job as operators to help you stay within the guardrails of your vision. So I'm going to help you guide your path to where you are making decisions to serve your future self, your future business. If you have a summit that you're really wanting to do and it has nothing to do, it's not gonna help you bring your vision to life, me as your director of operations is gonna step in and say, hey, Sally, if we do this, it's gonna take a substantial amount of work, a substantial amount of resources, money, time, effort, and it's, do you feel like this is gonna get us towards your vision of XYZ? And now you're able to have a really good discussion with the people that care about your business the most. All right. 
one super small example. So don't skip mission, vision, and values. Thank you so much for being here. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.